0: Good day. this is Bank Automation News Deputy Editor Lorraine Lawson and welcome to the Buzz. This week I spoke with Micra Muser, a research analyst with the Center for Security and Emerging Technology at Georgetown University. He co-authored a June report on machine learning and cybersecurity, Hype and Reality. We discussed what financial institutions needed to know to separate the hype from the reality when it comes to AI and automated cybersecurity. You looked at the academic literature on a wide range of applications combining cybersecurity and artificial intelligence uh, to sort of assess their potential for cybersecurity. Uh, Before we get into the cybersecurity itself, I was curious about one thing you mentioned early in the report and that is speculation about the way uh, AI will be used to further intensify cyber attacks in the near future. Can you discuss some of the ways AI might actually be used in a cyber attack?
1: Uh, sure, yeah. Uh, so this is actually something that um, CSET has a, has a different report looking at the offensive side and how AI might be used in cyber attacks. Um, and there we speculate that it could be useful for a couple of things. Um, probably one of the easiest things you could do, uh, there are very sophisticated language models now that can write persuasive text. And so it might be easier to generate spear phishing campaign or spear phishing emails that target specific people and like use a couple biographical details about them, but that come across as much better than your standard phishing email. Um, beyond that, I mean on a, on a technical level, there also speculatively AI could be used to sort of um, build malware that can learn how to pivot through networks. Um, or can sort of make cost-benefit decisions about which uh, computers to infect on the fly. But a lot of that is very speculative. And um, I think there are so many news about new attacks every day that I don't know that there's a huge need for attackers to turn to AI right now. They're doing mm-hmm. fine without it. Um, <laughs> Probably probably the email writing, the phishing thing is, is going to be like the lowest hanging fruit for um, attackers to start using AI for.
0: Okay, interesting. Um, I admit it. I covered security off and on for decades now, and I was surprised when you say that, quote, it might surprise uh, same policymakers to learn that machine learning systems have been commonly used for a number of key cybersecurity tasks for nearly 20 years, unquote. Can you explain how ML and AI have already been used uh, at work in cybersecurity and what's been done?
1: Yeah. um, So probably some of the, in in this report, we talk about three areas where ML has been used for a while now, uh, about two decades for each of them. One is spam detection. So um, email classifiers that try to to, um, find ways of learning what spam emails look like have been pretty common for a while. They mostly make use of ML and have since about 2002. Um, Intrusion detection and malware detection are the other two. The difference between them being intrusion detection um, focuses on, on behaviors across a network. And malware detection just looks at a specific file and tries to figure out, is this file malicious? And there's been research on using ML for about two decades for both of those. Um, Part of the reason why it sometimes surprises people to hear that ML has been used for these things is because um, with the rise of deep learning in the last decade or so, which is really just a specific type of machine learning, um, more and more stuff that really always was machine learning is getting called that. And so earlier, it might have just been called like, this is a statistical analysis, But now that everybody is thinking about machine learning and AI, those things are, are, um, in marketing materials, they're getting reclassified as ML.
0: Yeah, so a little bit of the hype there. Yeah. Um, (laughs) You write a wide range of specific tasks could be fully or partially automated with the use of machine learning, including some forms of vulnerability, discovery, deception, and attack disruption but many of those most transformative of these possibilities still require significant machine learning breakthroughs. Can you just break that down a bit and maybe provide some examples for the audience so they can get an idea of where the hype
1: is? Sure. Um, so I'll mention uh, two examples. One is um, automated vulnerability discovery. Um So for instance, one way that cybersecurity uh, analysts find vulnerabilities is with something called fuzzers that will um, basically, they'll they'll, they'll take um, inputs and they'll bombard a program with a bunch of inputs and try to see what causes strange behavior. Um, And then uh, experts can come along and figure out, is that strange behavior something that could be exploited? Does it indicate a vulnerability? And one thing you could do with machine learning is you could try to um, sort of learn over time which of those inputs are causing strange behavior and then like focus more on those, mutate those specific ones and see if you can learn underlying patterns between them. Um, A lot of fuzzers already kind of do a certain form of this um, without technically being machine learning, but there's been more and more interest in using deep learning for that. Um, And the other other one I'll mention is uh, one thing attackers might want to do is if you have um, a network and uh, a piece of malware is moving through it, you might want to be able to automate the the question of when do you isolate computers from the rest of the network um, or impose restrictions on them. And so you could think of a machine learning program that sort of tries to figure out from within the computer, like, What is the risk threshold? You know, when, what is the likelihood that this machine has been compromised? Do I need to make the disruptive decision of um, sequestering that? And the issue here is that in simulations, machine learning programs can do very well with that, but only on on pretty small simulations. It uses a technique that's called reinforcement learning, Um, but that method gets very um, slow to run if your environment, if your network becomes reasonably complex. Um, So that's why I sort of say some of this is waiting for other breakthroughs because uh, I don't think we yet have good ways of efficiently calculating um, those sorts of of ML tasks for a a complex network.
0: Okay. Uh, Are there other ways in which it's overhyped security? Bottom line, do you think there's a lot of hype out there right now? Um, Any... Anything you want to specifically point to beside what you've already discussed?
1: There's definitely a lot of hype. Um, I think the place you notice this a lot, uh, the stories I think that get the most coverage have to do with detection systems. Like, oh, this new method is going to help us finally detect every attack before it occurs. Uh, And that's actually where I'm sort of least optimistic about ML, um, partly because detection is the stuff that ML in some form has been used for the longest. Um, so as ML and, and deep learning get better, you do see more and more improvements, but like it's marginal. Um, it's not necessarily going to solve things. And the other issue, one of the other issues is that um, machine learning has vulnerabilities of its own. Um, there are these things called adversarial example examples that um, with a lot of machine learning, you can sort of, um, create these inputs that look totally normal to a human but cause the model to do all sorts of wacky stuff. Um, there are examples of, of people taking uh, image classifiers and just sort of altering pixels a little bit so that it classifies like a building as a triceratops and it's totally confident in that. Um, so, you know, the, the other issue with, with machine learning is that sometimes they do bring new ways to attack. Uh, and if you're not also guarding against that, you could just be introducing more vulnerabilities at the same time that you're protecting against others.
0: Say so your model, when you looked at it, you looked at, um, prevention, detection, response, recovery, and active defense. You break it down by those, is that four or five categories? Mm-hmm. Correct. Um. Were there areas, was one of those areas, uh, are you more optimistic about than the others?
1: Yeah, um, there's there's good stuff in prevention and response and recoveries. Some of it is like waiting for more of those ML breakthroughs we talked about. Um, active defense is also interesting. By that, we sort of mean like beyond just react to people when they attack you, like, what can you do to try to go out there and get information about potential adversaries? Um, and part of the reason that's interesting is because um, ML might make tactics available to a lot more organizations that formerly it, it took a lot of expertise to manage. Um, so one of the examples is honeypots. Uh, a honeypot, for those who don't know um, listening, is um Basically, you set up like a fake computer, but it's designed to look like it has some like very juicy files on it. Right. And so you want attackers to come and spend a lot of time there so you can sort of figure out who they are uh, based on the clues they leave. But the problem is uh, for it to look realistic, it oftentimes takes a lot of work uh, to set these up and, and plug them into the network. And one thing that machine learning can do is um, generate more dynamic honeypots that um, are watching the whole network they're, they're um, sort of adjacent to and managing to find ways to make themselves look more like a, a part of that network. So if machine learning could take it from being like a super difficult thing to deploy to something that just takes an IT analyst like a couple lines of code Um, then that I think would be a really helpful tool for machine or for um, cybersecurity people.
0: Yeah. Honeypots are are really interesting. I think, Um, are there ways in which it leaders can separate the fact from fiction in a ML based in AI ML based security, uh, particularly with the marketing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I would say don't be afraid to bombard people with questions, you know, and and anytime they give you a percentage, oh, we detected X percent of attacks. um, You should ask them, uh, what's your baseline there? Uh, What counts as a a detected attack, quote unquote? Um, You know, are these, how many of these are unique things? What about, how does it perform against um, previously unseen attacks how do you know um, that what you aren't catching? Those sorts of questions, I think it's totally fair game to like, um, ask a lot of those sorts of questions. And I would also say um, anyone who tells you that their ML product is like the one-stop shop, uh, I'd be suspicious of. Um, I think ML can be, can be really good at augmenting certain parts of cybersecurity. I would not trust someone who says that it's going to solve your issues for you.
0: You've been listening to The Buzz of Bank Automation News Podcast. Thank you for your time, and be sure to visit us at BankautomationNews.com for more automation news. You can also follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn. Please don't hesitate to rate this podcast on your podcast platform of choice.